What are dog vaccinations and why do our best friends need them? Dr. Werber is here with the answers. I'm Molly and this is Care Experts. Today we are talking about dog and puppy vaccinations with Dr. Jeff Werber, a practicing veterinarian for over 40 years. Dr. Werber, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So let's get right into it. What are dog vaccinations? So vaccinations for dog or people, they're all the same. Basically, they are stimulators of the immune response, of the immune system. Uh, in dogs, for example, we have some that are we call attenuated or live vaccines. Those are made from the real disease that have been then passed on to different species. So they are no longer infective to the dog, but will stimulate the same immune response to protect the dog to develop its own antibodies against that particular disease. Wow, okay, incredible. And now what are the core puppy vaccinations? I know we all have to take our cute little puppy in to get vaccinated. Um, which ones do they absolutely need to have? So that really depends on two factors. Number one, location, where you live, and lifestyle. So for your standard dog in Los Angeles, for example, the dogs that I treat, I'd say the core vaccines are your distemper parvo combination. That's the DA2PP. You have Bordetella and you have rabies. But now, because of a new disease that we're seeing a lot of, the influenza, a lot of locations that you might want to take your dog are requiring influenza. So in a sense, that might be becoming one of the core vaccines. So can we just walk through those core vaccines? Um, what is distemper? So distemper is a, it's a, an epitheliotrophic virus, and that means it attacks epithelium surfaces, which could be the brain, respiratory, GI, so it's multi-systemic, and it potentially is deadly. So it's very important that dogs be protected so what is the rabies vaccine? So rabies is a also a deadly disease. It's a neurotrophic. It causes neurologic disease. Uh, it is basically, it's a zoonotic disease, meaning that people can get rabies as well. So it's very, uh, you have to, we have to be very careful when it comes to being bitten by rabid animals, dogs, wild animals that you might see in your neighborhood, skunks, raccoons. Uh, we all need to be careful because again, rabies is a deadly disease, a deadly virus. So let's talk about non-core vaccines. Um, what is the Lyme's uh, vaccine? So Borrelia is a, an infection, a bacterial infection that causes Lyme disease, which is multi-systemic. Different people, different animals can have many different diseases or symptoms of Lyme. Uh, so if you're living in an area where ticks are prevalent, mostly the Northeast, Lyme, Connecticut, for example, uh, then it, it is uh, essential that they should all have it. As I said, um, not core for me as far as my patients, but if I'm questioning a client, so what do you do for fun? Where, do you ever go hiking? Do you ever go in the canyons? Do you ever in the mountains? If they say yes this time of year, I'm going to recommend the rattlesnake vaccine as well. It's not core, but that's definitely lifestyle. And then what is the Bordetella vaccine? So we call it the lay term, which I don't like using anymore, is kennel cough. Yes. Okay. Why don't I like using it? Because it, it's an airborne bacterium. And so you can have a dog that never steps foot or leg in a kennel right. and still get Bordetella. Oh. It could be an open window in the house and there's a dog running around outside. Oh. So I like to, now I've renamed it for myself to explain to clients. It's not kennel cough. It's live in LA cough. Go to the dog park cough. Go to the third street promenade cough. Go to the Grove cough. I mean, it is everywhere. Go to the groomer cough. So if your dog is going to live and, and, and step foot outside 
I recommend the Bordetella vaccine. Now, as a vaccine, by the way, because it's a Bactrian, it may not have the same lasting power as, say, a viral vaccine that is attenuated or modified live. So um, a lot of these facilities that require it will require two a year, every six months, not once a year. That's right. Okay, so consult your vet. <laughs> All right, great. And what is the lepto leptospirosis? Oh my leptospirosis. Gosh. Hello. That's a tough one. So leptospirosis. Yes. That is also a bacterium. Yes. And that's the one that can cause severe kidney disease. In fact, we had an outbreak in Los Angeles a couple of years ago. I remember this. Yes. And there were some wild rats that were they feel at some of the parks in Santa Monica were shedding their urine and dogs would love to pick it up and what they do they lick the, the urine on the grass and uh, we were seeing cases of lepto fortunately that subsided I haven't seen a case in, in since then actually oh good um, but I, I, I will question the pet parent what do you do for fun do you go to you know do you, do you hike in the Santa Monica canyons do you go out in the mountains if they say yes I would recommend lepto for those new um pet parents who have just brought their new puppy home, what would a normal schedule for puppy vaccines look like? The truth of the matter is, when a puppy is born under normal circumstances, let's not look at the, the, the abnormals. Normally, puppies nurse. When the first 24 to 36 hours of nursing, they get colostrum from the mom, mm -hmm. which has all the antibodies they're going to need for at least eight weeks, sometimes longer. It starts to wane a little bit, maybe seven to eight weeks. Okay. Now, what I see a lot of breeders doing, a lot of shelters doing, they're vaccinating puppies at five to six weeks of age. Okay. That is potentially dangerous. Why? Because again, let's think back. What is a vaccine? We talked about it. A vaccine is the antigen. It's the enemy. It's in an attenuated form. So it no longer can cause the disease. But mom's antibody called passive antibody, because she gave them the antibody. They don't know that. They see this vaccine that you just gave it five weeks or six weeks, they go, oh my God, it's a disease. And they go to attack it. And it's like the old Pac-Man game. You get one Pac-Man, one, and that's it. Out of circulation. So when you give a vaccine too early, it uses up all of mom's passive immunity. Yet their own bodies weren't aren't mature enough, their immune system, to start developing its own antibody. So now you're leaving the dog unprotected. So there are regional considerations for now, vaccines? Absolutely. In fact, some states, rabies is required even at 12 weeks. Uh, you, know, you have to look at your state regulations. So are there any seasonal considerations for vaccines, like summer, every summer, every spring, anything like that? Well, I mean, it really depends if you are going to, again, enjoy more out, uh, of uh, outdoor activities, mm -hmm. uh, depending on risk. Uh, then yes, you might want to only give the rattlesnake vaccine uh, for spring and summer. Um, the uh, Lyme disease vaccine, uh, again, since we don't see a lot of it here, uh, again, I would consult your veterinarian if you're back east, an area where you see a lot of Lyme. Uh, same thing with rattlesnakes. Just talk to your, your veterinarian about what would be required or necessary to protect your dogs in, in that location. And I'm sure it varies based on, you know, we're talking about different regions, different parts of the country, but what would you say is kind of a general uh, cost estimate for vaccinating your dog? Always a tough one. Um, you know, it could range. I mean, now with some of the, the newer vaccines, like the influenza, mm -hmm. uh, left individual, you know, it could be, you know, 40 to $50 a vaccine. Um, the distemper parvos, you know, maybe in the 30 to $40 range. So, you know, with all of these vaccines, I, I know there might be some patients who are hesitant to bring their dog in thinking, oh, this might cost too much. I'm not sure if I have the finances to do all this vaccinating. Um, for those patients, do you have any financing options at your practice? You know, one of the things I recommend often uh, is a third party, you know, a, a payer. And then, uh, for example, care credit. Clients seem to love it. I love it because 
you know, when you're in business and now the cost of just running an operation, a hospital has gone up like, like insanely over the last several years that we need to obviously cover the bills. So with care credit, we I, obviously the, the client's able to pay for the services when rendered. And if there's any financing that needs to be done, care credit can provide that financing. So they're happy. The, we're happy because we get to treat the pet accordingly, the appropriately, yeah. and, and then the owner has an opportunity now to pay a debt off, pay it off slowly, and they work with Care Credit, so it's it's worked out great for us. Wow, that's great. It sounds like the Care Credit credit card is a great option for pet parents. Definitely. All right, so you know what time it is. Okay. It's time for myth, myth. or fact. Let's hear <laughs> All right, so first myth or fact. Dogs that don't go outside don't need vaccinations. That is a myth. Um, many of these diseases that we worried about are airborne, uh, and it's very possible even. So when you have, think of it this way. If you have a dog or a person that's exposed to something all the time, they have a natural immune system, a natural immunity. But if you have a dog, for example, or a cat that just fairly, you know, just gets out mm -hmm. and they have not had vaccines, they're like a sitting duck. So it, it would take less of whatever the antigen is to cause the disease. Right. So therefore, um, when it comes to animals, I think that vaccines should be done, uh, uh, core vaccines, the ones that they will not be subjected to or exposed to, I'm okay with not doing those. And, um, and But you, you definitely wanna have some protection. Makes sense. All right, myth or fact, small dogs get smaller doses of vaccines. You know, uh, one would think obviously that that is a fact, it's a myth. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because the immune system is such that it's not the size of the animal, it's the amount of antigen that that animal can handle. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, we have one more. Myth or fact, vaccines do not only help protect the dog that is vaccinated, but they also lower the chance of spreading disease to other animals. That is true. That is a fact. Because what happens is when a dog gets a disease, they are shedding that disease. Mm -hmm. But if they're vaccinated, and they, that the antigen, the, the antibodies from the vaccine that they produced, okay? Because remember, you give a vaccine, it's antigen, it's a disease, attenuated. Now their body responds, makes antibody, kills off the, any disease that that dog may be exposed to. Well, if they're exposed to and kill off the disease, they're not shedding live virus. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, there are some cases with parvo that there might be some viral shed, so that's not gonna help. But overall, um, if they are protected, and they're protected well, then they will be shedding less virus for the next pet. Which is amazing, and we right. want to protect all pets. Yes. So <laughs> thank you so much, Dr. Warburg. We thank really you. appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. Visit carecredit.com for more information. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Through October 31st, 2023, earn an entry for your chance to win $5,000 in the Let's Get Digital sweepstakes. Enter the secret word 
puppy in the Sweepstakes Hub to earn one entry now. Head over to the Sweepstakes Hub by simply visiting carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 United States, D.C. and U.S. territories, 18 years of age or older, who have a CareCredit credit card as of 9-12-2023. Void where prohibited. Starts 9-13-2023, ends 10-31-2023. For official rules, including odds, free method of entry, and prize descriptions, visit carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital. Sponsor Synchrony Bank. All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including CareCredit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information. Pet insurance coverage offered and administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108, or Independence American Insurance Company, a Delaware insurance company located at 11333 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 160, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85254. Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, California agency number 0F37530, is a licensed insurance agency located at 10840 Ballantine Commons Parkway, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28277. Each insurer has sole financial responsibility for its own products. Please refer to your declarations page to determine the underwriter for your policy. Terms and conditions apply. See your policy for details.